All right, shut up. We're back from the grave for NFL season. Zach, it's been a long time since we chatted. How are you? I'm doing well, Alex. Took a little summer break here for the uh, pod. Back and better than ever with some NFL action for you. Uh, two of our most favorite experts here with us today as well. So I'm excited to be here. Our first guest, one of our original guests, Corey Creech, donning all Eagles gear. Good to have you back. How have you been? Good, man. Good, man. So baby born, so a little bit of adjustment period with that, but uh, he's doing good. And birds football is on Thursday night, baby, against the Steelers. So I'm ready. A little cross, and of course, we cross have, action. Of course, we have Jason Celeste with an Ocho Cinco jersey. Uh, it's D. Higgins now for you, man. Uh Ah, that's such a nostalgic on the Bengals. They should have retired. I've been living life. Excited for uh, the football season to get back in gear. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's a little telling when you start getting excited for a preseason football game because you haven't had it in six months. We saw the Steelers in action last Thursday. Isn't that right, Troy? Oh, it was good to see him back on the field, you know. I, I hate when they play the uh, the Hall of Fame game, though, just because it, it's an extra preseason game that you don't need, you know. We've lost some players from those games, but uh, it's good to see, uh, you know, Troy Polamalu and Coach Carr get in. I'll tell you what, it's uh, – see those terrible towels waving in the fans again, you know. It's just uh, no better feeling. Too bad we didn't see potential Hall of Famer Big Ben suit up in that one. What did you think of the quarterback play between Dwayne Haskins and uh, Mason Rudolph? Uh, surprisingly, Mason Rudolph looked pretty good out there. I was uh, I was pretty surprised with his uh, with his performance. So maybe I don't know. Maybe he's put some work in the off season. But um, I think Dwayne will be a good uh, good third string backup for us as well. You know, I don't think we're going to keep Dobbs on the roster um, or Duck. I think Duck's on the practice squad still, anyways. How do you see Dwayne Haskins' affinity for adult entertainment industries and Big Ben's porn addiction playing into this season? You know, I think they can really bond over that. You know, I think Big Ben and Dwayne, you know, that'll give them something to kind of talk about in the locker room. So um, I think they could bond, bond over that. You see that as a positive for the reality. team chemistry. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of the guys on the team can kind of bond over that. Um, you know, maybe it just brings them closer together. You know, Big Ben takes Dwayne under his wing. I heard Big Ben is on uh, Weight Watchers. Apparently, he's on a stricter diet than Tom Brady. That's what they say. I, I don't even know what that means, but um, from what I heard last season, when or two seasons ago, when he, he was hurt, like shit, he was so. ordering kegs of Bud Light from the beer distributor. So. I don't know if that's included in his diet these days, but. Jason, you've watched Big Ben's greatness for years. What, how do you feel about him going into this 2021 season? I'll tell you what, as a uh, Bengals fan, it's, uh, it's good to see the Steelers riding with Big Ben this year because it tells me we're not going to ride bottom of the barrel in the division as uh, Big Ben's going to ride the Steelers all the way from first to worst in 2021. Jason, you that guys guy, had... that guy is more done than a well cooked steak. 
Jason, you guys haven't had a real quarterback <laughs> since Carson Palmer. I mean, come on. I you're gonna t- your O line is a mess. What's his name? Is gonna tear his other ACL this year and be out of the league just like every other Bengals um, prospect. Uh, did did you guys ex- excuse me, Zachary? But uh, are are you really gonna comment on someone else's O line when you might have the worst offensive line in the NFL this year? Uh, yet to be proven, Jason. You know we got a lot of good rookies in there. We got young talent. That's what you want on the O line. You don't want these old old guys with busted ankles and broken did- knees and cankles, man. You want some young guys in there to, to beat them up. So, um, they they might be young, but I think it's quite the stretch to say talent when referring to the people that are going to be starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive line this year is. Uh, none of them were heralded coming out of college. None of them have proven anything in the NFL. You don't they need to be heralded out of college. Be, look, at, uh, look at Tom Brady, you know. They just seem to be backup caliber players that are the best of a what seems to be a very bad situation. Jason, Jason, I don't think you've ever played a line before. It's all about meshing, you know. It's not about the talent of the guys. It's how the unit meshes together. Can they work together well? And I'll tell you what, Tomlin is going to bring them together. That's what he does. He likes to mesh. Well, these guys and have never – The standard Correct is the me standard, if I'm wrong, Jason. but the standard these guys have never worked together either. So how, how they, are, they've been how are guys that have never played together going to mesh? <laughs> They've been down at Heinz Field every so day. So it's not just that they're not talented. They also have not played together. There's no cohesion there. There's no talent and no cohesion. <laughs> Jason, Jason, I can't wait to prove you wrong when the Bengals have two wins this year and the Steelers are hosting the Lombardi Trophy up. All right? I'll see you at the parade in Pittsburgh. All right. I'll tell you what, Troy. Uh, if uh, the Steelers hoist Lombardi this year, I'll make it up for the parade. <laughs> Creech, let's uh, pivot here to the city of brotherly love, as they like to call it. Uh, Going into this season, it seems like it's Jalen Hurts' team. Uh, This is his moment to kind of seize and be the guy. How do you feel about him going into the year? So Jalen Hurts is a person. Love the guy. Um, I've heard he's had a rough camp, so that's a little worrisome going in. Um, excited to see what he looks like. You know, hopefully he gets some time against a, a Pittsburgh defense. I hope it probably won't, but I would love to see how he just plays against you know one little series against Pittsburgh. But we'll see, man. Like Dak has a shoulder injury now. On top of him coming back from his Achilles, Washington football team is what it is, uh, and the Giants are a fucking mess. Like they've got to fight every day. They fucking suck. Joe Judge is over there like a high school peewee fucking coach making people run laps and shit. So the division is up for grabs. And if Hurts comes through, which I think he will, I think we win the division. Like I said, I think I think we're a playoff team. That's about it. Creech, let me ask you this. What do you think about these rumors of uh, the Eagles trading for Deshaun Watson? Makes me sick, Troy. Makes me sick. Um, I don't know. There's just so much up in the air with Deshaun. Like, I don't know why you'd want to have him on your team. Um, it's just more controversy. It's more turnover. Like y'all said with the O-line, it is a lot about chemistry. So, I don't know. If we go trade for Deshaun, he's he's an elite quarterback. I would say he's top five in the league. Is he going to play this year? I don't know. Top five. Six games. He might be suspended. I don't suspended. know about that. Jason, I'd say Deshaun Watson's. Strong, Strong Watson's top five top six in the NFL. 
Wow. What's your top five, Jason? Like, who are you going to put above him? You got the big boards. Uh, big uh, actually, band, I actually have. Uh, I just put my list out. Let me. Uh, uh, big Ben did not quite make it to uh, number one. I've got Big Ben at. Uh, oh boy, where is Big Ben? Number two. Right big Ben's uh, a solid eighteen this year. Eight. That is absurd. He's won Super Bowl eighteen. Eighteen is cheap. Eighteen. At is least, yeah. At, at least I would. So I didn't put Josh. I did not put Deshaun Watson on my list because I don't think he's going to play this year. Uh, but if Deshaun Watson were to play, I'd probably have him at fifth. Fifth? All right, well, who's one through four? Who's the Texans' backup? I've got Patrick Mahomes, number one. Uh, I have no idea. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Russell Wilson, number three. The Goat, number four. And then Watson, wow. five. I don't know about Russell Wilson being above mm-hmm. Tom Brady. I don't know about that one, Jason. I, I just think um, Tom Brady still is an elite preparer of the game. He's still going to find a way to make plays. But uh, from a pure talent and ability to make a throw, like there are throws at this point in their careers that Russell Wilson can make that Tom Brady cannot. That's a, that's a fair assessment. I disagree with your list, Jason. I would put Josh Allen above Deshaun Watson. I actually, so I actually have no, Josh Allen number five, but I would move him down to six if Watson was playing. I don't know. So that's the Josh Allen season last year. He's got to be top five. Yeah, jo- Josh Allen. Josh Allen proved me wrong because last year I was not high on him, and I thought he was going to turn into a bust. I thought he was a little bit too overhyped, and he went out and put egg on my face for sure. Where do you see Jordan Love fitting into your top ten? So I didn't rank Jordan Love because I always expected that uh, Rodgers would play for the Packers this year. But uh, if I say, for instance, Love were to start, I would probably have him ranked 29th. Wow. Who's 30th? Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback for the Jets. Where's Nate Peterman on this list? Nate Peterman? <laughs> I don't think he cracked the top 500. I think he's I think he's the Texans' backup. He was on the Texans at one point, or is that Savage? Uh, I, I, I tr- truly don't understand how Nate Peterman has a job in the NFL now, nor how he ever had a job in the NFL. It's a, it's a good pit product, man. That's I mean, Troy, you were you were a pit panther. You were a pit Panthers fan. That guy was that guy was absolute garbage for the Panthers. Like people people know pit products produce. That's why. What an NFL team saw in him, I just don't understand. Pit products produce, Jason. AJ I mean, McCarron. Is he the backup Texas for the Texans? Backup. Oh, I see him this fall. Yeah, that spells nightmare. Tyrod Taylor. I see Tyrod Taylor, Davis Mills, and Jeff Driscoll. Tyrod's not a bad idea. I had uh, old Tyrod coming in at 32nd on my list. 32nd? Tyrod is a lot more talent than that, Jason. Name one starting quarterback in the NFL that Tyrod Taylor is better than. Mm. Big Ben. Let me think. Yeah. Certainly not Big Ben. He, he's probably better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. How? He's definitely more talented. All, all Ryan Fitzpatrick does, 
all Ryan Fitzpatrick does is win games and then get benched for no reason. He's just a game manager. He's not a it happened in Tampa with Jameis. He was a better he was a better quarterback than Jameis Winston, and they benched him. He was a better quarterback than Tua in Miami, and he got benched there for no reason. All Ryan Fitzpatrick does is win games and then get benched. For- you could say the same thing about Tyrod. No, all Tyrod Taylor does is play two games, lose, get hurt. But he's fun to watch. You know, he's a fan favorite. He got screwed in um, as a, as the Chargers. He got screwed with the Browns. Like, how, how did he get? How did he get screwed with the Chargers or the Browns? Justin Herbert and Bl- Baker Mayfield were far better. The medical team hurt him, dude. Baker Mayfield's a bust. Yeah. Yeah, but he was going to get replaced anyway. Some shit like that. We don't know when he would have been replaced. Yeah, maybe he maybe would have gotten a couple more starts before Baker replaced him, but he would have been replaced. What do you got against Tyrod Taylor? Anyone is going to get replaced if you have a first-round QB, you know? He's better than Tua. That's for sure. I've got Tua 27th. Where's Jalen Hurts in all that? 31st. Jalen Hurts is better than Wow. Fuck that. Fuck that. What's he shown? He's shown some scrambling ability. That's about it. It's not based off what you showed. I just think, like, right now, if you're asking, like, if I I want a quarterback, we're going, fuck Nick Foles. He's he's low, dude. He's like Foles is the best quarterback the Eagles have ever had of all time. He's the only quarterback to bring a Super Bowl to Philadelphia. Probably the only one ever to bring a Super Bowl to Philadelphia. I'm gonna be honest. If I was the if I was the Indianapolis Colts, I'd be hitting. I would be hitting up Nick Foles right now if I was the Indianapolis Colts. I want the Steelers to sign him. I think he's the best available quarterback in the league. Easily, he's better than half the starters out there. He's got a Super Bowl. I love that he's getting paid like twenty million to be the third string quarterback in Chicago. He's really made it out for himself, man. Bears are like a joke. Jason, let's go to the Bengals then. Joe Burrow is back. I've heard some rumblings. He's not so happy with his performance so far early in camp. Uh, How do you feel about Bengals going into year two of the Burrow era? Boy, I'll tell you what. Um, coming into this year, I was excited about like the weapons they had. Still a little bit concerned about the offensive line. Passing on Penne Sewell at number five I thought was a mistake. Uh, but early returns out of camp are that our uh, starting offense has been dominated by our defense. And our defense is not that good. Like I don't think our defense is terrible, but they're average at best. And the fact that this uh, offense has been hyped up so much, has been dominated at this point in camp, uh, definitely has to be a little concerning. you got to take it with a grain of salt because Burrow is coming off a serious injury. He wasn't throwing, wasn't, wasn't even walking for the longest time. So you still figure he's getting his bearings under him. But at this point, uh, first game of the season is like 35 days away. Like, how much longer is it going to take you to get your bearings before it's time to go? Well, it's, it's good that we have a... So definitely a little concerned about... You're concerned? Go you should ahead. be, Jason. I, I was just going to say, Alex, maybe you could provide some insight from the ACL recovery standpoint. You spectacularly came back from an ACL tear your junior year. Um, 
to a great production your senior year. Could you tell us what the recovery process is like? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, came back from ACL to play eight snaps and give up one sack. So it was a traumatic comeback that uh, fans of the Big Red were ecstatic <laughs> to see. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, first month, not so much fun. Second month, you can start walking a bit and everything. But um, now, I guess he toured around November, I'm guessing, Jason. Correct me there. Sounds um, about right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, obviously, they have way more uh, attention on him and everything. But uh, I, I see no reason why he won't be ready to go uh, this fall. But the thing is, you're, you haven't played. You haven't been preparing at the same level as his mm. peers. So, um, yeah, I, I, I expect the Bengals to start slow. And, um, and this is going to hurt the kind of growth of the team. Let's be honest about it. You know, if you're on a trajectory of first-round pick, we're climbing every year. This injury slows that, at least mm. for a bit, is how I see it. Maybe he's never the same quarterback, you know. Would it be fair to say he'll never be the same? Though? No. I don't think it's fair to say that that's this soon. No. I, I think you have to see it play out a little bit before you can make that kind of snap judgment. Who's the no, backup it's, QB? It's just ACL, man. That's slip snap. Uh, backup quarterback is uh, – Brandon mm-hmm. Allen. Brandon Allen, huh? Didn't he beat the Steelers? Uh, no, Ryan Finley beat the Steelers. Ryan Brandon beat, Allen did beat the QB. Texans, though. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, man. I think the Bengals so Jason, go I have a maybe about six wins this year. Both I, I, I was going to so say, I think they're around the seven team. All right, let's hear let's hear your uh, revised. Calling you up. All right, here we go. Here we go. I want T Higgins. I want T Higgins. I'll just flat out. I got a conditional first and a second. Zach Ertz solves your tight end spot. You got a bunch of schmucks at tight end, and I'll give you a previous first round offensive tackle in Andre Dillard. Let's do the damn deal. So T Higgins for Andre Dillard, the Colt second round pick. And Zach Ertz. Yep. So, I mean, just toss Dillard out because he's not going to start anywhere. He's a bust. Um, He's really not worth anything. Um, So, basically, you're saying Zach Ertz and a second-round pick for T. Higgins. Uh, I don't don't think they would take that Um, because Zach Ertz is clearly on – the decline in his career. Uh, T. Higgins was an absolute stud in year one, and all reports are, with as negative as the reports of the Bengals' offense has come out, the one bright spot in the offense this offseason has been T. Higgins, uh, who I fully expect all the hype is on Jamar Chase. T. Higgins will be the number one wideout for the Bengals this year. Uh, so I just don't think... Zach Ertz absolutely would still be the best tight end on the Bengals' roster this year. But um, it's, it's I don't see them giving up T Higgins for a tight end on the on the decline in a second round pick because I don't I don't just completely discount Brandon Dillard Brooks because I don't think he's worth anything. Brandon Brooks, think Brandon Brooks of, gets it done for you instead of Andre Dillard. That at least you have to consider. For no pick, you don't get the pick. 
no pick. Mm. I don't think they do that either then because I think they would I think Brooks plus, okay. plus the pick they would do. But once again, Brooks is coming off a season ending injury and he's getting up there in age a little bit where you're not going to gamble a 22 year old stud wide receiver for two aging veterans, both coming off injuries. I got a name for you, Jason. Look out for on the Bengals. Wide receiver Reese Horn has been having a good camp. Watch out for him in the preseason to make some plays. I don't know if how he fits in the final roster, but expect him to get in the end zone this preseason. <laughs> Reese Horn. Yep, number 19. Look out. Where is he from? Uh, he is from the University of Indianapolis, and he spent some time playing in Europe. And mm-hmm. he was uh, recently a standout in the spring league and was signed just prior to training camp. Oh, I actually have a buddy who played at Indianapolis. I'll hit him up for any Reese Horn information. There you I go. Know that was a real Big possession, uh, possession wide receiver. Uh, great red zone guy. You Indy Greyhounds, Troy. Ah, the Greyhounds, huh? What are they, like NAIA? Uh, D2. D2? Yeah, D2. D2, come on, Troy. Show some respect. <laughs> Greyhound Nation. <laughs> Sorry to any Greyhounds fans out there listening. We got NFL players. Oh, clearly. All right, Troy. Let's take a look. Since we got two AFC North guys, how do we see this division shaking out? Because there's some good teams. There's some question mark teams. There's some teams on the rise. Let's take a unbiased party here. Creech, why don't you start us off? So I will give you the, uh, the odds to win the division. Ravens plus 115, Browns plus 155, Steelers plus 440, I'll and take Bengals plus 1,600. I take the Browns plus 155. You put 1,000 on the Steelers right now. Jesus. Like you guys Don't do rich, it, Troy. Rich people out of here. That's ridiculous. The Steelers are ass. You'll see, Creech. You'll see. The standard is the standard, man. Tomlin doesn't mess around, all right? This is Big Ben's last year. He's going to ball out. Better diet than Tom Brady. He's, got, oh, he's down to two Bud Lights a day, all right? He was at, he was at six. <laughs> he's down to two. All right? He's in the best shape of his life. It is, a huge, it is a huge improvement, though. So. Come on. We got a great receiving core. Our offense is dynamic. The, the O-line can give him just two seconds. Would, would, you, say, would you call your receiving core great? It seems yeah. like a bit, like they're decent, but I would I'd say it's the best, so. uh, best pretty far stretch in the AFC what you got receiver. Oh With no! That's, the dual threat of close. Juju and Chase Claypool. Yeah. You got we added some tight end talent in the uh, in the draft. So you, yeah. So uh, the Cleveland Browns have two actual Pro Bowlers at wide receiver. I the mean, Bengals definitely have the best young talent at wide receiver. No, I mean, come on. Claypool's only in his second year. He had a standout year last year. <laughs> I think he's Steelers. in his second year, but was he better than T. Higgins was as a rookie? I, I think so, yeah. T. Higgins isn't out here dancing on TikTok. He's That's Juju. Come on, better. man. <laughs> Dude, TikTok is bringing the team together, all right? You guys don't understand. You guys are you're like, not here. You, know, you don't have you, your ears to the ground. Like, if, if we're talking wide receivers in the north, like, as a trio, 
Are you taking Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase, or Juju, Chase Claypool, and Deontay Johnson? I, I would. Uh, you know, I'm the taking T. Is, Higgins and Reese Horn all day. The problem is Deontay Johnson. <laughs> That's definitely our weak spot. I'll give you that. Well, the, the the problem is all around. Like Juju Smith-Schuster is not a number one wide receiver. He's a uh, solid number two guy, but he's not an elite wide receiver that should be the primary option for your offense i don't think that's true jason you know i just don't think that's true i think he is a number one option man he's got the he's got the speed he's he's got the good size i I think uh the fact that there was a relatively dry market for juju smith schuster this offseason and you were able to re-sign him for one year and eight million tells you that uh most nfl teams disagree with you that was He's just not a the, number one option. that was just the Steelers doing some great great work, man. Juju wanted to stay with us, you know. He took a cut to stay with Steelers. He believes in this. He believes in the system, man. Yeah, I know you guys don't uh, in in Do Cincinnati. Think, you don't uh, understand team, you know, commitment because all you guys are all about money and flashy car, <laughs> you know, with Ocho Cinco over there. But you know, some people take pay cuts <laughs> to stay with teams. You know, it's a weird concept in Cincinnati. <laughs> Do you see Big Ben injuring himself doing a TikTok dance? I don't think Big Ben even knows what TikTok is. Apparently, so Jason, you're you're a football guy. You pay attention. You don't have your head in the clouds. Who's winning AFC North? <laughs> Man, I, I hate to say this because uh, you always want to be hesitant when you're talking about the Cleveland Browns because uh, they always find a way to browns things up, but. I, I like the Browns. Like I certainly can see the. Ra- I certainly think it's a two-team race with the Ravens. I think the Ravens will definitely be a playoff team. Uh, but if I had to guess, like fi- standings-wise, I would maybe say the Browns do something like thirteen and four. Ravens go something like twelve and five. I think it's going to be a close race, but I think the Browns are the best team in that division this year. They had an extremely good draft, and they've got. Young talent. Baker Mayfield took a huge turn for the better last year. So by that math, that's a rough year for the Bengals. Yeah, so I, like I said, I see the Bengals going somewhere around 7-10. and 10, And then Steelers probably something like 5-12. and 12. Or worse. Have you even watched football, Jason? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. The Steelers have never had a losing season in a Tom I, I have. I think this. I think the Steelers have one of the worst offenses in the NFL this year. That's just and their absurd. defense took a lot of lumps as well. That's just absurd, Jason. You don't even know what you're talking about. They took about. a, they took a lot of lumps on defense, and they have one of the worst offenses in the NFL. Jason, like, it's a, it's I think you need to temper your expectations because this is not a talented team. Jason, at worst, nine-win team. At, at very worst, nine wins. That's worst-case scenario. All right, scenario. Tro- Troy, you want to uh, bet the over-under with you want to bet the over-under with me at eight and a half for the Steelers? Absolutely. I'll take over on that all day. All right. We'll figure something out for uh, the stakes on this because I'm Sounds- absolutely going under eight and a half. Sounds good. Easiest, easiest bet I've ever won, Jason. Yeah, we'll see. Macho, how you with the pack over you, there? Troy. Well, why do you say that? Oh, feeling good about the pen. I think we got one last year of fun left with Rodgers. Then next year's not looking so hot. But 
who knows? Um, I think we have one more year of being competitive in the race. Um, division is looking a bit different. Um, not expecting much from the Bears. Vikings are always kind of hit and miss, right? Inconsistency is kind of their calling card right now. Um, but Detroit is going to be much improved, I think, with um, – uh, or excuse me, Detroit is going to be worse with. Jared. I was I was about to do a double take there. I'm like, yeah. really? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, no, yeah. Uh, I don't see Detroit doing very much. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Packers win the division just because it's not that strong. Um, but we'll see. The Bucks are still good in the NFC. Um, the NFC West has some good teams. So, um, yeah, I'm not that scared of whoever comes out of the NFC East because it's kind of a. Who's who right now, you know? But uh, we'll see. I think the, I think they have a chance to make a run in the NFC again. Be one. Dude, of I like teams. the Rams. I think the Rams yeah. are my favorite in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, Stafford def- falls out in LA. I He's think. Uh, I think with the seven-team format now in the playoffs, this could be the first year we ever see all four teams from uh, division make the playoffs in the AFC or in the NFC West. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it could happen. Because I, mean, I don't see anyone – I don't see a wild card coming out of the AF, or NFC East. I don't see one coming out of the North. Maybe the Saints in the South, but I think they got a lot worse. Like, I don't see any reason that the Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, and Rams can't all make the playoffs. Yeah. And whoever comes out of the NFC East, you know, they're not going to do much, so. No, I, I think um, if we put it to the NFC playoff, East yeah. now, because that's more interesting than the North to me. Uh, I mean, I see it as Eagles or um, Cowboys or <laughs> Washington. And I see the Giants doing anything. I mean, the oh, Cowboys, the I'm always waiting on them, right? Everyone's waiting on them to take that step. They have the talent, but they haven't taken that step forward yet. What, what do you guys think about America's team, quote unquote? If it's well, not I think Cowboys, if we're talking about the East. Uh, listen, I think I think that it, it, fuck the Cowboys. Listen, they have their defense is still a mess. I, I don't believe in any of their pass rushers. Fuck Randy Gregory. You know their linebacker unit that's great. They can't start fucking four linebackers, so I'm not worried about that. The safety position is still a mess. The corners, I don't give a shit about Trevon Diggs. Um, you know, you look at the offense. Offensive line is aging. You know, the receivers are good. That's great. I hope Dak stays healthy, but his shoulders hurt now, too, on top of the Achilles. And Zeke Elliott is the most overpaid running back in the NFL. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think if we're talking about the East, Gardens. like, I, I, I'm not sure why it's so much of a discussion and why people are saying the Cowboys are the favorites. Uh, you look at Washington, maybe one of the best defenses in the NFL, improved significantly on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion. Like, I don't think he's got what it takes to make noise once they make it to the playoffs, but I don't see them having much difficulty winning that division. The Redskins corners are trash, dog. Are they, though? They just got William Jackson, who's... Yeah, I mean, what, they got Williams? Okay, he's hurt. He's hurt. So, not really worried about him. The D-line is pretty scary in Washington, you have to say. I mean, it's maybe one of the better groups in the NFL. I think, we're, I think you guys are going to be a little surprised about what Washington does this year, at least in the regular season. 
I don't think they're going to win anything in the playoffs, but you think they'll win two or lose? They're going to they're going to run away with that division by at least three games. Wow, that's I don't know, Jason. It's always closer than you think. You know, no team runs away with it that deep. Especially a team. As well, shaky as I, I say I'd say I say that as if um maybe tempering expectations, the Redskins maybe go like ten and seven. I don't see any other team in that division winning more than seven games. Well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Creech, but I don't think a team has won the NFC East back to back in a while since the um, Birds. Oh three, oh four, dude. That's the last yeah, year. So I mean, this division is always up for grabs. So. But, yeah, looking right now, Washington football team seems like the team to beat. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is as good as you say he is, Jason, I mean, he's played well last year in Miami and, and years before he's shown flashes. Well, so we'll see if he can put it together a whole season. Well, I'm saying Ryan Fitzpatrick is still the second-best quarterback in that division, and he's got by far the best team around him in that division. So, The best of the line? The best wide receiver core? The best running back? No way. I said the best team. Because I think the def- the defense for Washington... You don't have the best wide receiver. So the defense for Washington is so much better than any other defense in that division. And Creech, you're a defensive guy. You should know this. Defense wins games. Like... I get it. You, you uh, think not in the you NFL, think, brother? Not you think Daniel season. Jones and Jalen Hurts are going to march the ball down the field on the Washington defense? Like that's crazy talk. Uh, yeah, I actually, I actually do. I, I do not listen. The pass rush is what it is. You can tame a pass rush, okay? A pass rush is not going to win you the whole game. So if I look at that defense as a whole, they've got a box safety in Landon Collins. I'm not too scared of him. They got another guy that's real young in, in Cameron Curl or however his name is. He's okay. He's young though. The two corners, I just. I don't care who you put out there. I mean, I get it that you're going to put, what, Jackson out there. Okay, he's not like an elite corner. I'm not worried about him. You see, so that's the thing. Is, I think William Jackson is an elite corner who was misused by one of the worst franchises in NFL history. I mean, that's potential. And I, th- I think you're, I think you're going to see how much better he is once he's with even a halfway competent organization. And that's the Redskins or the Washington football team? Compare, compared to the Bengals, yes, that is. I think yeah, – look at look at the oh. head coach. You're, you're comparing Ron Rivera to Zach Taylor. No, nah, I'm, not, I'm not comparing, like, coach and coach. I'm comparing yeah, organization that, and organization. These, these are the, Washington Redskins like the front, is not – The front office is a moot point here. Like, he plays for the coaching staff in Washington. The front office isn't – coaching him up and telling him what he's going to do on a down-to-down basis. Hey, what's the name of that tight end? He had a great season for Washington last year. I mean um, – Logan Thomas. That's yeah. Right. How that could you – be a beast for Alex, as, as a Virginia Tech fan, how could you forget? How could I? Yeah. You know, that Super Bowl he lost, that was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I just looked at their uh, corners. They've got Kendall Fuller on the other side of William Jackson. Kendall Fuller's a top-flight corner in the NFL. Hey, Washington has a tight end named Samus Rays, 
former basketball player at the University of Tulane, switched over to football, originally from Chile. Wow. Ran a 4-5-40, put up 30 Ooh. bench press uh, reps, 40-inch vertical. If he can learn to play football, watch out. He's a freak of nature. Freak. He's going to be dunking on the goalpost this year. I'm just interested to see what the Washington's new right. name is. That's all I really care about. Yeah, they got to get with it. Like, look at how fast the Indians changed their name. Yeah, but look how bad their name is. The Guardians? Where yeah, does that pretty, come from? It's pretty stupid, but let's be honest. What sounds dumber, the Cleveland Guardians or the Washington football team? I mean, you got a point there, Jason. I'd rather, I'd rather be the Guardians than the football team. <laughs> The Cleveland Guardians sound like some semi-pro team, you know? Yeah, it, it does. Sound like a pro, it sounds like an arena league team. Yeah. Have you seen their logo? It looks horrible. The Washington football team sounds like some sounds like some Pop Warner organization. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got for them, Jason? Warriors was, of course, thrown around. Some people say the presidents. Give us some names, you know? What do you guys think? Name suggestions for the capital Dude, city. Washington football. Generals. Like, just copy the replacements. I think it's perfect. <laughs> I like that. I Same like uniforms, that. everything. Uh, but then uh, you've got to go against uh, the Harlem Globetrotters' biggest rivals, <laughs> the gaming rights. I think they could probably get those from that. <laughs> I like the Washington Monuments, you know, and you just have, like, the Washington Monument as your uh, logo. Terrible. I think it's kind of funny. Terrible. Try again. That's terrible. Um, Come on, Matthew. You're from DC. You're what, DC what are your guy, suggestions? Yeah. On, well, who knows? Um, they could do. Hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe a full rebrand. You know. Color like, uh, Some people have whispered the guy who owns Ted Leonis, the owner of the Wizards and Capitals would take a stake in the Washington football team, switch the colors, and the name total rebrand. I hate uh, – I'll tell you one thing, Macho. I hate the Wizards. Because if you notice, Capitals the Capitals and uniforms. the Wizards have kind of the same theme going on. Yeah, it looks horrible. That could be applied to the, the football team. <laughs> the blue and red looks so dumb. Although he – yeah, yeah, yeah. It's America. <laughs> yeah, that's why it looks so dumb. Tell that to France. <laughs> uh, Washington Wild Things, maybe? It was almost Cleveland Wild Things, right? The Wild um, Things is taken by the Washington Wild, wild Things. I um, like the minor League Baseball team. They can't have that name. Is that true? Oh, wa- uh, Washington, PA, excuse me. Yeah, yeah Washington County, Wild <laughs> Things. They would never sell that. There's a lot of Washingtons out there, you know. (laughs) What about DC Diplomats? That could work. I like that. They're not even in DC, though, right? Don't they play in Virginia? Uh, Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Or what if if they were just like the DMV drivers, you know? Kind of like the DMV center, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I like that. DMV. Uh, like ticket counters, maybe. 
Or what if they uh just employees? What if they just created like a spin on uh like the political parties and called themselves the Donk Fans and had <laughs> a mascot that was half donkey, half donkey, half elephant? I like that. I like it. I could get behind the Donk Fans. The Donk Fans sounds pretty cool. Washington filibusters. Just put like a big long bill on their thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Just have their like uniforms made it out of dollar bills to uh signify what moves the country. <laughs> Who's what's their owner's name again? Snyder? Oh, that, that another good idea. Yeah, the Washington sellouts. Oh, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh Washington Senators used to be the baseball team. That could work. I think they should be the Washington Bullets, just like the old uh, Wizards. Bring back that, you know, kind of like murder murder theme. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going for that, you can do like educational um, weekends. That's good. Yeah. Like combine it with school programs, you know. Right. What about the Washington Spies? That'd be cool. Yeah. Like that. You, you could have some fun with that. You could do like Pink Panther type photo shoots, you know. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> DC maybe Defenders so. had a little run in the XFL. That could work, maybe. I like the Defenders. It's good. That sounds like a random name generated team. Like, the, you know, you won like Ukraine. It's what it was for the XFL. <laughs> All right, boys, I think that wraps up our first of many NFL preseason podcasts. Special thanks to our guests, Corey Creech and Jason Celeste. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, shut up. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of All Right, Shut Up. Make sure to go ahead and leave us a review. Help us grow the podcast. All right, shut up. Catch us next week on all your favorite podcast sites. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>